0: A war, a the to... Hey this is Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown And this evening I am joined by Billy from Biohazard Billy Bio and Powerflow Leaders and Liars is a great title And so relevant to the world today Wouldn't you say?
1: For me it is You know I, I, it's a, a timely thing After being all, all of us being locked down For two and almost two and a half years now Um with COVID, it, if we took away anything, it's one is patience. We all, if you don't have it, we learned how to have it. And number two, that uh, our, our leaders are just completely full of shit. And it's a giant pantomime. And th- th- it brings it to mind that old joke how do you know when a politician is lying? Their lips are moving. <laughs> so the, uh, you know, the only thing too is, is not, not to be all heavy political, but I'd I love to talk about all the songs and leaders and liars because it's, it's such a big part of me. But the, the mere fact that that nobody in any government anywhere ever thought that one day there may be a pen that spreads that we can't control, let's have a contingency plan. Let's, let's, you know, like, I don't know if you have it, but in my house, I have a fire extinguisher in the kitchen. I have one in the garage. I have one on the back porch. In case there's ever a fire, I have a plan the mere fact that the, none of the, none of our governments had a plan, and it was, seemed like everybody was just running around like a bunch of chickens with their head cut off. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Are you kidding me? This is, seems so obvious that, it's, that it was potentially going to happen, and we saw it happening for a few months in China, and still nobody was prepared. So leaders and liars is a testament, not just to the pandemic, and, and I actually said to myself, I'm not going to write one song or talk about, about the pandemic because it's it's something we all had to deal with and and we all have our own stories challenges and and, and losses but the situation with their governments it, it's always been like that and it seems like the the more time i spend here on earth the more i see how full of shit they all are
0: can not agree more dude absolutely and a, a sort of relevant track to what's going on with UK and Russia, UK, Ukraine, and Russia. I sort of really love. The yeah, ta- let's, not, let's not hope it becomes U, U, UK. And yeah, Russia. man, <laughs> that'll be. My personal more. favorite track on your album is "Fallen Empires." Um, I think that's really relevant. But which is your favorite track on the album today, and why?
1: They're all my favorite songs, bro. It's it's like, I it's like giving birth to babies, you know. It, 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 I don't know if you have kids, but I got two young kids, and they've never asked me who, who you know who my favorite is, but they're both my favorite. You can never pick that, and they, the I think the songs, you know what what I create, it's almost like there's this little sliver of inspiration that comes from somewhere, and that is, it becomes a seed that grows, and I nurture it, and it grows into something that represents me like as. Powerful as just, you know, it's like an arm or a a leg or, or, you know, my back muscles. It's a part of me. And what, you know, since day one with biohazard through Power Flow and Blood for Blood and and, and Billy Bio, it's, I think Billy Bio is, is, is probably the most purest representation of who I am as a person and as an artist, because it's, it's not watered down or, or um, kind of like diluted, you know? So it's what i feeling inside my heart and soul is what comes out on leaders and liars and and even in the first record feed the fire
0: yeah i would say it's your strongest album ever
1: uh, you know what every band that i ever fell in love with it was always seemed to be that the second record was always the most powerful because it's usually it, it's a prelude to you know if it's a kick-ass record it, it turns into the album there's a third album and a fourth album for biohazard was urban discipline and I, I, what I think it is, you, you kind of have your whole a long time. It could be your whole life or several years putting together your first release, and then you put a band. You know, you you, you put everything together, and, and you go on tour and you play those songs every day, and you get along and, and learn about your you know the fellow bandmates and and make a lot of friends and and hopefully new fans. But then you only have like a year or two years. To put your like a second group of songs together, and even though I, I've never stopped to say, okay, now I'm going to write the second record, I'm always writing, and there comes a point where the songs kind of jump off the page and say, you know, I'm leaders and liars. But you're you're making your second record from with all this touring energy, all this like all this great these great vibes and. And you're getting along, you, you have a family that, that's been playing these, these first album songs for such a long time on tour every day, that, that second record, is, is it, that's the real meat and potatoes of any band um, that I've ever, ever loved. And it, it, it's like you cut your teeth on the first record, but the second record really shows what you're made of. And it, it, it determines if there's going to be a third or fourth record. So for me, yeah, it, I, I, every record I try to... Um, I don't try, but I think it's like the more you do something, the better you get at it. And um, for me, it, it's not like I'm trying to outdo anything, but it becomes, the creativity becomes more fluid. Um, and, you know, I, and I, I would imagine having more time, the fact that I own my own recording studio, COVID shut down, and nobody, in, in, in LA and the US, nobody could... You weren't supposed to leave your house, but I just went to the studio every day, you know, when everything was cool. At home with the family, I, I just hung out in the studio by myself. I didn't have to wear a mask, and everything was cool.
0: Uh, how pleased are you with the feedback from your fans and the media in general so far?
1: It's weird. It's, it's great. The, the reviews are great. People love the record. People, they're feeling it, and that's awesome for me. And not to sound like a fucking... You know, an asshole. But I, it's not why. I, that's not why I do it. I, I create and sh- share what I have inside for that oh, sole reason of just creativity. It's just what I, I love to do. And it, I don't. I'm not really worried about people like it or not. I never have been you know, from the early biwriter days. It's just like it, I create something, I write something. It's honest. It's true. It's authentic. And and if you get it and you feel it, cool. If not, that's cool too. You know, I, I love uh, you know Metallica and Megadeth, but I don't love every Megadeth song.
0: Absolutely, I mean, obviously. No, so, my, my, sorry.
1: I, I'm pleased. I'm happy with, you.
0: but Real. but it's not my uh, my motivation. Okay, um, obviously the world does seem to be coming out of some kind of lockdown into freedom, but the problem is so many bands have been in stasis for so long. Are there plans for yourself to get out on the road or are you going to sort of like hold back a bit?
1: I had two tours cancelled and it fucking uh, sucked. It took a lot of wind out of my my sails. The, um, there's another tour I've been working on for uh, late July, August and that's in starting in Europe and it looks like, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that but it doesn't look good with every The situation in the Ukraine is not getting better, it's getting worse and that's a... a, a a rough thing, and on a, on selfish side, it's not about me. It's it, I'm more concerned about, um, you know, my friends and family in Europe.
0: Absolutely, it's, it's,
1: and so that's pretty scary. And, and and the whole thing went down with fucking Putin invading Ukraine. Um, you know, right to, like the week before my record came out, before *Leaders of Liars* came out. And it, normally it's a time of celebration. You're like, yes, it's this cathartic release of. of of your creative energy that you've been working on for a, over a year or so. And it's usually a, a jubilee moment where you just like, fuck yeah, you, you know, You, but it wasn't, I I, did, I woke up every day, not looking at my Billy bio email, mm. but it was looking at the news, see what was going on in Ukraine and reaching out to, you know, friends over there, see how they are. And, and uh, it, it's, you know, it sucks this day and age. You know, if we haven't learned anything over the years, another case in point um, for the title "Leaders and Liars." But if we, if we haven't learned that, that the, the leaders are just—they're leading us down a path of demise and separation. And the more we fight amongst ourselves, whether it's your political view or whether it's be, between being a carnivore or a vegan, it, the more we fight amongst ourselves, it, the more they can easily just fucking maneuver behind the lines and and push forward their propaganda their uh agenda and fucking basically just rob us that's what it is it's like like the freedom um freedom's never free it's you mentioned before that that, um now that the masters are kind of going away we're getting our freedom back if freedom is is something that is you can't give freedom you have it period you, if something can be given, that, that means it can be taken away, which means it was never yours in the first place. And the, the fear um, and the, the paranoia and the, all the all the emotions that the government's, I, I, I mean, not being in the UK, just talking to friends, but from my experience here in the States, it's those emotions that they push forward to kind of like keep us down, to keep us fighting among yourselves, you know, and even, you know, I, I did a video for a song called Turn the Wounds, um, and a lot of, I got a lot of people asking me, like, are you anti-vax? Um, what, what's going on? What is this? And, and it, I felt like I was, the, the a lot of press was trying to cancel me for something, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, not that it's your fucking business, but I'm vaccinated, and it but I'm pro-choice in everything. I think everybody should have be able to choose how they want to live their life. I don't think they should, anyone should be told what they want to do. And I made a choice of, of getting vaccinated for several reasons, but the uh, it was funny how, um, what the, probably the most cinematically beautiful video I've ever created in my life. I worked on it for over a year. and It was giant shutdowns with COVID, and I lost my co-director, my editor, My other DP, everybody, it was just a nightmare. And when it came out, it got great. Everybody loved it. But then I started getting, uh, you know, a lot of messages from from the press saying, well, well, what's your stance? Uh, It's like, it's art. You know, what did Van Gogh mean about, you know, with his paintings? What What did Rembrandt mean? They're not standing there. Just take what you get from it.
0: I'm a month older than you, and I'm guessing that vinyl is as important as it was to me, and still is. How important was the cover for Leaders and Liars? I mean, it's really eye-catching, and yeah, it's amazing. So does vinyl still mean a lot?
1: It, for many reasons, yeah, dude. It, it, vinyl is awesome. It's, uh, I love the fact that, that people are more and more interested in vinyl, Um, This is the first first record that I didn't make black vinyl. I I only made red, gold, and silver, Um, and they're fucking beautiful. The the gold version has a limited edition lithograph uh, lithograph of the um, actual album artwork by my buddy, the crew eyebrows. He's a buddy from New York. I've I've been friends with him for you know since my younger days. Great dude. We tried to work together in the past a few times, but this time we hit it. I I sent them. Some of the songs that I was working on at the time, and we, you know, spent a lot of going back, a lot of time going back and forth about the ideas that I had, the title, um, and he nailed it. He, he really captured what I was trying to like visually say. So the the artwork, the it's not just the music and the lyrics that mean everything to me. I put a lot of energy into the videos, the artwork, the packaging. It's all one like kind of you know i i know it's metal and hardcore and and you know it's not like where you know these like fucking snooty art people but it's art for me i've always looked at it like i'm creating something same as painting a picture on the wall i just create it with music and and lyrics but the visual part of it too it's, it's as important as the lyrics and the music is to me so um and especially the videos. That's like a whole. Once the record's done, I start working on the videos. That's that's another creative side that I absolutely fucking
0: love working on. Absolutely, it's the whole journey, isn't it? That's what I'm sort of trying to say. Like back back when we were young, it was getting the vinyl, getting the looking at the sleeve notes and everything. And it's the whole journey. It's not just the music. It's everything there, and it's so good that it is coming yeah. back. It's great, man. Yeah. Do you remember, like
1: to, to me. And it, it was lost for a little while, but I, I got turned on to so many great, awesome, fucking bands by reading the back thank yous, reading who yeah. they gave shout outs to, and then MP3s came and suddenly you couldn't even like physically look at artwork; it was on your computer screen or your phone or your iPod or whatever. And and now that um, the vinyl is becoming you know more and more popular, it's like you can see the artwork as as it's meant to be, yeah, big, not- big and large. I remember as a kid, like, do like, um, back in black, at ACDC, you know, huffing glue, you know, with my buddy in a little brown paper bag, <laughs> bag and I was fucking killing, fucking wasting brain cells. But I, I would huff glue and then look at the artwork, or Kiss Alive too, and look at that inside um, photo of, of all, everybody in in the uh, in the arena. So there's so many moments, all based around memories um, with. Five, and if the artwork was bigger it just it was fucking creatively like a masterpiece and you just listened to the music and looked at the artwork and it's awesome it, it, leaders and liars filled with the, those kind of um, details that
0: i love okay you've had such an amazing career obviously starting off with biohazard but if you could think of a random highlight right now which one would you choose
1: Bro, there's so many, On my Patreon, I have a series called um, Tales from the Hard Side, and I go through all these, they're like stories I tell about my journey and and different experiences from, you know, like um, almost knocking out Lars Ulrich at a club one night, and the next day they turn around and decide to take us on tour because he liked the fact that I stood up to him, Um, or Donington, that pops in my head. Um, I haven't told the story about Donington yet but that was a fucking great memory the first we we played a, a little bit in the UK but when we played Donington for the first time they got kicked off stage after like 3 or 4 songs it was it was like we got the rug pulled out of us uh, from under us and it was like the most exhilarating and fucking horrible experience of our life because we were like finally we got a chance to play in front of like a lot of fucking fellow music fans in the UK in a big crowd instead of playing in front of like 100 people, which is always great too. But then they shut us off, and they were beating up the fucking kids. We like, what the fuck? And it, it was nasty and bad, but it was a great memory um, of the
0: UK. Okay, then the next question, what would you have been doing if you hadn't become a successful musician? I, I think that's ex-
1: relevant, bro. Like, I remember the first punk rock... It, um, played in like the guys in the band wanted to you know like yeah we want to focus on school and and you know this is just for fun I'm like no it is fun but trust me one day we're going to play CBGB's and CBGB's was like a fucking it was like a goal of mine to play and then I, I reached that goal and then the next goal was to um, get a record deal or play at another club in New York so those realistic goals that I had set for myself were, were they were all success um, the selling records and being on the cover of Kerrang! or on MTV, those things were great ego strokes, but it, what, it doesn't boost your soul. It's when somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, thank you for this song. It, I, it touched me because I was going through something similar. I thought I was the only one in the fucking world that was going through it. And I, and I realized I wasn't because you went through it. And I, I felt that so many fucking times in my life. And and still to this day. But when you open up and share some of your feelings, you find that you're, sometimes your best friend or your partner or your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your boss or whatever is going through something similar. And that gives you a little bit of extra power, a little extra juice to face that challenge. Um, so those experiences and sharing that uh, interaction with people, that's stuff that you take to the grave. That, that kind of like uh, maybe brushes your soul. You know, not, I've never been one about... You know, having my ego stroked. I don't. I don't need it. Don't want it. Um, and and that's it. I, I'm happy with making a record that I feel proud of. Leaders and Liars is, is as you said. But I I feel, it's the strongest. And, and, and you know, um, it's not. The next record is gonna be even stronger. But who knows? It, it's. I look at it like I put everything I have into what I'm working on, what I'm doing. And and if I die tomorrow, I left off on something that really represented me. 100% proper. When I remember when the first record came out, not came out, but when I was working on the record, you know, sometimes I get into these manic, I, I you know, suffer from like, as we all do, and especially a lot of artists friends of mine, but we all suffer from depression and, and you know, kind of, uh, these manic swings and, My creativity is like, it it gets juiced by those swings. And and I'll be, you know, in the studio for seven, eight hours working on different songs or different ideas. I come home at two in the morning and I wake my wife up and I'm like, babe, check this song out. It's fucking killer. And and every, she says it to me all the time. She's like, every song you say you write, it's fucking the best one. I'm like, I get excited about it, babe. It's like, it's this, it's a started feeling of like releasing this energy that's inside. And she's like, please, can you, let me go back to sleep, I'll listen in the morning. I'm like, No, you gotta hear it now I'm trying to black in here, an ear and it's like three in the morning, two in the morning. So I get up with this energy and I stay up, bounce it off the walls until five, six in the morning, and then I crash.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I'm dragging my ass at work or whatever I'm doing for the day and and I you know, it, it's this funny cycle that work it's not a funny cycle, but it's a cycle that I've learned to embrace. You know, and I yeah. I don't take drugs to level out. I just I let it be the the uh, kind of the cycle for my creativity but I don't know what what
0: ended up on that why I got on that that tangent but that's a you you, you feed on the adrenaline of life man that's what I do because I suffer from depression too but it's the adrenaline of life isn't it
1: yeah it's great and then you gotta you gotta come down you can't black and white with you know they they complement each other It's, it's it's constant blackness there's nothing to show the contrast. You have to put a, uh, you know, uh, a shade of gray or white next to it to really make the black pop out, and vice versa. Absolutely. But my my wife said to me during the the cycle of this record, and as I was writing, and uh, you know I'm deep into all these songs starting come up and and you never know what is gonna end up on a record I just keep I'm writing but there was a point where she said wow I feel like it's you it's like this is these are your views these are your opinions like we talk about these things and and now to hear them in your songs it's really interesting to hear how I feel like it, you're talking directly to me it, and I'm like of course that's all my music has always been like that and she's like no no but this is more it just seems more precise more pure it's like it's it, and it's it's odd um i guess for her to you know to see her her, her man kind of talk to her through
0: his music, music. But yeah i get that man yeah, yeah it's, it's I like it. i don't, I don't I, know like people that my friends aren't into metal or, or rock at all and they don't really understand sometimes i'll post something on facebook and say well this is how i'm feeling like this song called over the edge by the almighty you know ricky warwick um and sometimes you, you know i'll post something like that that's is how i'm feeling and they're like man you you rather than expressing your feelings by talking you you do it through your songs but not my personal songs but that's what you're able to do because that's your talent but for me listening to the metal music helped me get through shit in life you know so yeah I, I i totally understand where you're coming from man absolutely if you could choose someone to narrate your life who would you have do it for you josh browns Nice. (laughs) Brilliant, man. Okay, next one. Can you tell me why we need leaders and liars in our life and why? (laughs) Um,
1: That's a good one, man. That's really good. Do we need leaders? I think the the, the true leaders are the ones that... Are standing next to us, the ones that are arm in arm with us in solidarity, not the ones who are asking for your fucking vote, not the ones who are vying to be put up on a pedestal and and worshiped. That shit, right away, it's a short tail side that they're full of shit. Um, So, uh, you know, I I tend to trust uh, and listen to and believe artists far more than I do politicians. And so I think the, um, to answer your question, do we need leaders and liars? Um, no, who needs a liar in your life? You know, half-truth is a half-lie. But the politicians, uh, the the more they move their lips, the more, you know, they're just spitting out lies. So I think, the other thing too, I think with leaders, you... We grew up with, you know, whether it's sports fans, I'm sorry, sports figures, or political leaders, or um, activists, or... Um, musicians or artists, and sometimes when you meet them, they let you down. Um, I, I, I remember a lot of sports figures. They, you know, you kind of worship them as a kid, and then suddenly they get involved in this scandal, and you're like, "Oh fuck, they're they're not gods. You know, they're they're human, and they make mistakes, and they uh, and they fuck up." That that I think the people that I admire. Are the ones who fuck up and say, "Yeah, I fucked up, but I'm human, and I'll make good. I'll be accountable for my mistakes or for my wrongdoings, and turn it into
0: something, you know, more positive." Real. Okay, you'll be asked this question ad infinitum, but here we go. When's Biohazard coming back?
1: <laughs> who, know? I, I, who knows? Who knows? All the guys—they uh, all reached out to me about the, about their new record, Leaders and Liars," and gave me props. I got a great text from Bobby he was like dude that fucking song by the way you mentioned Ricky Warwick has a song called Over the Edge
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I didn't know that that's awesome
0: I never heard it oh, Bobby mate. reached out to me yeah
1: no I, I don't I'm gonna look at it look now because I have a song the opening track of the record it's the last video I did um, is called Blackout and the choruses, you push, you push me over,
0: As over I know, the edge. yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's what, yeah. I know, I can believe it. Yeah, yeah. Check it out, dude. Yeah,
1: Rick, Rick. Actually, Ricky, Rick. We met you Ricky years ago. Great dude. Um, and uh, anyway, so I, I didn't know that. And there's also another song I did on the record with Toby from H2O called "One Life to Live," and it's a super uplifting, powerful, like positive energy song. Um, dope video, like did it's a one camera shoot all the videos are on my youtube channel which is billy bio but toby um after i did the song, he um he just said it to me he said um it's like hey did, did you get the song title from the, the the uh soap opera and i'm like soap opera what do you mean soap opera and then they clicked on me i'm like holy fuck there was when i was a kid my mother she died when i was young but she used to love the soap opera called one life to live and it's a sappy you know, dramatic fucking, you know, soap opera that was on during the day. And my mother loved it. And I, it, when he said that, literally like a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, fuck, man. Because I don't want to, um, it's not like, I don't want to write So I don't want to re, you know, I don't want re, to you know, rewrite something or uh, deal with a subject that someone's already touched on and did it. But, Sometimes emotions, you know, are similar and inspiration is similar, but like not, it's, it, it's authentic with me. I don't, it's, I, know, I didn't know Ricky had a song called Over the Edge, even though it's not the same as Blackout. And I, I don't, I didn't write One Life to Live based around that soap opera, but it's kind of funny after the fact. And, and you kind of got to look at it and can't take life too seriously and
0: kind of chuckle at it. Yeah, man, it's a really good song. Um, it's a song I listen to quite a lot. Um, God, how long ago? I just actually, I got the pitch disc right I'm just going to yeah. see how long ago that was released. Blah, blah, blah. 1993. So yeah, um, definitely check it out. I think you'll really appreciate it, actually. But I thought that when I was when I heard your song, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Um, can you give me four words to describe Billy Bio? I'm going to say 100% authentic. Uh, I'm going to use the and symbol, so it doesn't count as a word. Kick ass. Love it, mate. I want to thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you today. You got it, sir. Thanks for your time. But yo, what's up? This is
1: Billy Pyle, and you're listening to the Metal Gods Meltdown.